You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome back to the Real Double Dose Channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart, where the talk is real and the vibe is definitely live. Thank you for tuning in with us back again, because here we do serve up a slice of everyday life. If any questions, show requests, or things you want to talk about when it comes down to your travel giveaways, as well as your gift card giveaways, make sure like you have been doing and all those who are still new, we understand a lot of you are definitely new since all this new era and new norm is coming on, go to Real Double Dose Channel at yandex.com that's y-a-n-d-e-x.com and check out real double dose channel dot blogspot.com and as well as be looking out for real double dose channel dot com and all the apparel and so much more and our little highlights with our guest experts as well and different things you can check out for your eh, kind of semi apparel for all you who are from all the countries around we thank you for tuning in and you can also go to tune in stitcher radio spreaker.com spotify blueberry as well as itunes iheart soundcloud deezer google cast and i can't even name them because they're too long but we do have our wonderful and i think a third time's a charm uh wonderful susan zumo who is here with us again and and we're going to be mapping out the inner landscape and different dream. I'm going to say dream dimensions because at this point I have taken advantage. And I know Angela hashtag you're listening live. I have taken it. <laughs> I love Susan so much. And she's here back with us again. And it, we've already been talking about dreams and different things going on. We'll take your questions as they come along. But for now, how are you doing? My wonderful or our wonderful Susan Zuma. <laughs> how are you? I am doing wonderfully, thank you. And thank you for welcoming me like family. It, it feels wonderful to be here. Oh, you, so, oh, you are so family. Happy. You are family. Look, you can't escape us at this point. Like, you can't. <laughs> like, as soon as I get over here, I'm going to be sending over everything I need to send over. Like, at this point, Susan offered me to be able to just be able to have our, our enlightened conversations off of this. And I know you guys are going to be a little jealous. Don't worry. We'll still we'll still share the feed. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll share it eventually. I know Angela is probably going to just just come stalk me at this point i'm like (laughs) i can't help it like we just know empathically you that's what it is the triple e is going on right now so i mean at this at this time um some of the questions have already kind of piled up so it's up to you how you want to go into this do you want to come to one of the questions or do you want to just kind of get in there a little bit and let us know about this mapping all right so i guess we just want to set the stage by saying that not going to be only about dream interpretation because my belief and what I've seen in my life as a teacher is that the universe is talking to us all the time, whether we're asleep, whether we're awake, in our relationships, in our workplace, in our environment. And if we know what the symbols are that the universe is talking us, talking to us in, then we can read it, we can interpret it. And instead of walking around going, well, why'd that happen? Why does this keep going on? Well, what does that mean? We, we can know those things. Absolutely. So that's why I wrote the book. The book is a class that I taught for many, many years. And truthfully, I got tired of teaching it because I wanted to get it to more people, oh. you know, than, than who I could personally teach. So 
it's based on what symbols mean in general, but also what they mean to you. And so, you know, I used to always say one person's placid lake is another person's drowning. Oh, wow. Right? So, you know, having a dream about being underwater might be very calm and warm and comforting for someone. For me, I can't breathe. I'm drowning. I'm frightened. So you can't you can't do one size fits all when you're doing symbol interpretation. Oh, but yeah, there's yeah. some general things we could look at. That makes sense. I, they always say the one size fits all, but then you have about 1,700 reviews saying, that's not true. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's it. And so, because I've been doing dream interpretation for myself since I was a kid, I bought all those dream books. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not right. Well, that's not right. So I finally just got disgusted and stopped buying them and wrote my own. The other thing that that we also want to consider is that all dreams are not dreams. Mm -hmm. There's all different kind of dreams. There's dream experiences where we might call it a dream because it happened at night, but we're we're actually in other dimensions or we have visitors um, who have passed on, right? There's a whole bunch of different things. That's why I don't want to be limited to just uh, a 3D dream. You know, I had a dream like a dog chasing a cat. Yeah, that's a dream, but that's not all we do when we're asleep. So I, I just wanted to open it up in that way before we started talking about things. And the last thing I want to say is when you're wondering what a dream symbol means or a life symbol means, use your own intuition. It's always going to be more correct because it's based on what's important to you and your life experiences than what I tell you it means. Man, you know, I'm my mind's still floating back, Susan. Like I don't I, I mean I really <laughs> I overdo things sometimes, but it's funny when you actually know the fact of why your dreams are there and it's kind of like it's almost like an awakening to where you're yeah. like even it's in your dream like it's in your and I I, I key to say for myself, I, I know it's different with visions and dreams and like you said, different levels of it because I tell people there's no way I just had a dream. I know the difference between that dream state and a vision visionary state to where I can see, like I saw my sister's complete uh, passing. I saw how she passed, what time she passed. And it happened like literally 11 months and 29 days later. Uh, My brother, not so much. I heard the voice tell me the same night he was by me, but I didn't like, I didn't want to hear it because I was still numb two months later from my sister slash mom, I call her. Um, Second mom, you know, so I was kind of like, it let me know, hey, this is the last time you're going to be seeing him. But it felt, it almost felt like you're in a quote dream when different things kind of hit you on on like notes as far as that goes my problem with that is knowing oh man just knowing the feeling like I couldn't even get I couldn't get out I was kind of like oh my gosh am I awake or not (laughs) well yeah and that's one of the ways you can tell that it's an experience is when you wake up and it doesn't feel like you were asleep yeah yeah absolutely and you know and that's the whole thing like when I lay back down I can literally tell when I went to sleep and when I didn't, like, it was like, okay, my body felt rested. And at that time, I felt like the moment I closed my eyes back up, I had some water and it was just right back to where I left off. It was Wow. Phenomenally there. I mean, and I think the most horrific dreams that I've had is being able, you, you kind of miss your loved ones who have passed because you want to be by them. But for, you know, my mom was saying about my grandma, uh, God rest her soul, how she always kept my mother at a distance. Even when she was alive, she'd be like, no, don't come over here like that. Like, you're not crossing over at this point. You're just here to see what's going on and, and, and internalize it. So I was like, every time I try to see my sister, I want to be around her or come in the car with her. It's always like something keeps a wedge between us. 
Um, and that level, or my brother's always telling me something, but it's like, I can see it like a movie and I can interact with it, but I literally can't interact with it. It's so, it's so amazing. And that's what I look at too. I'm like, you know, that's the one thing I hear a lot of is when life is so torturous. And I'm like, why is that? I was just at a gas station standing in line. One of my friends works up there for a while. She goes, I just can't understand why were we born in order not to know where we go when we die. And I said, just like if you knew what's going to happen six months from now or not, like if you're going to be having a million dollars seven months from now, would you still do the same things you did today? Knowing that you would have that today. Right. And she's like, no, I'd probably go bankrupt because I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a million dollars in seven months. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is that because of the, the lessons that we come in with or the challenges, sometimes knowing what's ahead allows our self-sabotage to do everything you can to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, because we're not worthy or we don't, you know, oh, no, that can't happen for me. You know, it can be a blessing and a curse if we're not clear within ourselves first. Yeah. Clear, unblocks. You know, I mean, people wonder, like some of the stuff they'll say. So what about that? Like people who have, they're really into like nightmarish movies or horror movies. And they say that they're like literally running from someone, Freddy Krueger coming to get them. Wouldn't that be like a different <laughs> Sorry. It would be a yeah. different state, you know, I mean, a different state of mind because you're looking at something right before you close your eyes. Well, you have to remember that everything that we see and hear and feel, we take in. And if you're taking in a vibration of, of fear or something that's fear-inducing or adrenaline-inducing, that energy goes with you when you go into the sleep state. You're, you're sitting in that energy. So people who, who like to watch those kind of things, I don't know that it means that they have a lot of fear, but I do know that it means they like being in that energy and that vibration. And I don't necessarily know for myself that that's a good thing. I don't like it particularly. I, I never really have. I don't like things that pull me into fear. You know, my, my life has been about eliminating fear and moving out of fear and moving into love. So while it's thrilling, I, I try to remind my students that you can get an adrenaline high in many ways. Yeah. Fear is one of them. It's not the only one. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Exactly. <laughs> I'd agree. I have to agree. Like when I see different movies going on, and I, you know, I mean, years ago, I'm probably say a couple of decades ago, ah, that's fine. But at this point, if I even see anyone running with a knife or someone looking crazy in the dark, I'm just like, no, I don't have time for it. Why put more stuff into our vibration that we can't even sift out already? You know, that's why I figure like it's okay if you want to do it with a loved one, like once in a blue moon. But honestly, for that, it's just it's to me and at least to us that I know it's just maybe for the empath community. I'm not sure, but it's just too much. (laughs) It's too much feeling that. And I looked at it last night. Oh, Oh, there's this thing. And I'm not, I don't even know. It's called Mr. Nightmare. Okay. Now I know, isn't it something? And the face that he has is beyond creepy on his YouTube channel. And at first I liked it from the different stories because it literally prepared me for things that could happen. Then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm preparing myself for things that haven't happened, but I'm calling it into my existence. And I was like, oh, okay. But then it's exciting because it's like a radio thing. It's not really much to watch. It's still images of him depicting it, but the stories itself, it's our making me cringe and he plays some of that crazy jason scary movie in the background and then the other night i saw it and it said uh three horror horror stories 
to make you not want to go to bed at night. And I'm like, okay. Oh, now, instinctually, yeah. I was like, oh, let me click it. I'm bored. No. I'm like, no. I had, you know, I did go over to my little favorite addiction, and that is TikTok. I know. <laughs> it is TikTok, people, at nighttime only. I know, not every night, but I got to the point where it was my personal casino. It was my personal casino. It was educational. It was different people with crafts, different kids doing stuff with their parents. And, you know, there was some eye candy out there, and it made me go to bed really happy. So, Let's be <laughs> well, that's important because if, if you think about what you watch and what you listen to as food, then what are you taking in and nourishing yourself with? Very true. You know, so you have to be careful about that. And then I, I like when you said in a dream, someone chasing you with a knife because those are your fears. Yeah. The person chasing you with your knife are your fears personified. So if you're if you're on a constant steady, steady diet, of horror and, and gore and fear and, you know, all of that dun-dun-dun. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it shows up in a dream. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking for that, too. And then I looked at the fact where I'm like, you know, I noticed my mom will say different keys to me because, I mean, she's been doing it for the last, I mean, basically, I'll say that I know of maybe 70 years. She's about, well, she'll be 75 in February. But she, I mean, since she's been retired, especially before she would go to work down the government, the federal government for 50 something years, she'd always get up an hour and a half extra early and uh, do her prayer meditation. And since she's got a chance to retire, unfortunately, had to bury two children. It's kind of like for the last few years, but her dedication to getting up every morning and literally like fasting and doing, I mean, how she rolls um, and still doing her prison ministry for 20 years and until COVID happened, we know. But uh, at the same time, yeah, that feeling of having her be able to stay in a constant vibration, um, not, you know, always not constant because I irritate her for real. And I'm like, (laughs) different things bother her. She'll hear the news. Oh, what's going on with this news again? You know, but she'll stay on point to where she'll be like, you know, Lex, I'm not saying I know your personal relationship relationship is with the creator but i feel it and i know that you need to connect differently and i looked at that and for the last couple of nights i'm like man i had died five what well, over five years ago and i say i'm a new i've only been alive literally spiritually emotionally and so i've been a, a really alive over the last five and a half years the rest and i had asked for peace with that the rest is literally like a whole nother person's life. So when someone speaks of it, or if I see someone from the past, it's not the fact that it's too hard to bear or admit to something wrong. It's just the point where I'm like, I don't know that person you speak of anymore, but I can speak about what that person was when you knew them. So when they look at me, they're like, you don't really know me. They'll be like, Lex, remember me? I'm like, no, I don't remember you. And I literally am digging. I feel so bad. I'm like, who, who is this person? And they have to go through a whole story to tell me who they are. But apparently I was hanging around them back and forth with my group of friends for the last two, three years back then. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I, I, I know of you, but I don't know who you are. I know who I am now. So I look at them. I'm like, I need to connect. When my mom was saying, Lex, connect, especially for the last couple of days. Um, I've been, I've been able to just sit in silence. And that's one thing I was doing. I was running here, trying to get this website here, trying to do this with Tony over here, trying to get the book together over here, trying to make sure Angela's okay, Shyla, different ones. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like trying to get the stuff for Google who wants to pick up RDDC. And I'm like, oh, if Google decides to pick it up and make it a Google radio station, that's fine, but it's going to require more energy. So I was right. like, okay, but I still want to give what I have to give to my sisters and brothers behind the wall because they definitely need that uh, outreach more than ever. So I was sitting here and I'm like, okay, what can I do? 
don't put TikTok on. Don't look at a National Geographic thing. Because I'm like, well, I got like three minutes to spare. Let me just watch a 60 second video, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I like the little segments, the little two minute bit. I can handle that. But then I'm like, no, I'm giving my endorphins something. But what, like Susan's saying, what are we feeding ourselves with? And I right. thought, I'm like, when I got into that state to where I literally detached my soul from my body in California, when I got to the state where I looked like death on the bed, where my mom thought I was in the morgue after three days of like not drinking, eating any, I mean, literally completely going into a state to where they said it was like, I'm not going to compare it to that, but Christ going into that, that place of refuge and solitude and a tomb and coming out a whole different being. I was like, man, this place is humanizing me. I felt maybe it was the people I was associating down in the hospital, downtown vibe. Let's go out to have a martini. I'm like, that's not me. I just always felt like there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I knew my elevation level was so different because I would sit there with them and I couldn't even handle, let alone from the old me, I would be able to handle a 24 case of Heineken and a whole bottle of Grey Goose Vodka. But at this point, I had a table spoon of a fuzzy navel and I was like weak in the knees. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> not handle it. And my friends were like, "You, this is just, you know, I like, yeah, I'll get something to eat. I'll say goodnight. I'll buy you a drink and then I'll go home. But this is how it was. It wasn't like I felt better than them. It wasn't felt like uh -huh. they weren't better. It just is something that your soul takes you out to them. As I've been doing that again, really rinsing my soul. I'm like, man, I can't touch this illumination book because I feel like I'm so humanized. Before I was literally affecting energy. I would turn lights and blow them when I walked into a room. How can I get my vibration back to that level when I didn't even know my vibration was at that level? But then I'm like, you know what? Detached. And now during COVID, I know a lot of you say, oh, I feel like this and that. And there's a lot of mixed feelings about it. But during COVID, especially now not having to do so much running downtown and different things that were completely tearing me back and forth, now's the time to detach. Right. And then they'll say, prioritize your time. Yeah. What do they say? They, I, I don't know if it's an old Buddhist quote or not, but I remember I saved it on one of my channels. It says, what you call it? Be attached to everything and attached to nothing at the same time. So I was like, okay. So I'm like, okay, be attached. But then I was like, well, my quiet times, I speak so much before on past episodes about how we allot our time to the creator or to the universe, how we'll say, well, it's going to be okay. I said a prayer this morning or over, I said grace over my food. But at the same time, I look at how much time the creator puts within us, how much time, you know, from all the things working together. I'm not saying that the creator looks at us and says, oh, you didn't pray. You didn't do this right now. But I look at that and I'm like, man, when we set aside time, whether it be once on the weekend once a day. That's what we choose to give. It's not what is there. So if the creator said, well, I want four hours of your time a day, would we be willing to give that from free will? So when I started closing my eyes and taking that time, I will say to end that off, is it gave me a peace that I know that I felt before. It was a peace away from everything because it got to the point where, where I was watching what the next speech Trump had, uh, the next right. COVID case, uh, what was going on over here, the protesting. I mean, it got to the point where I felt torn apart. And then I'm like, you know, I need to reconnect to the only substance that'll ever make anything perfectly okay. And that helped. I huh. agree. Long verbal, but you get it. I'm like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and, and truly, if you, if you want to have a spiritual life, then everything you do should come from your spirit. If you want a person who wants to learn, will learn from everything that happens. 
Yeah. A person who wants to, to be in service will find service in everything that they do. You know, it, it's not so much what your actions are or what's happening to you. It's, it's your attitude, your energy, your frequency. So for me, it's not that, you know, I mean, regardless of how I feel about anything that's going on in the country, it doesn't make me want to run out and, and do something or not do something because you can't solve you can't solve anything at the level at which it was created, and it's created in 3D. So if it's created in third dimension, if things that are happening to us are in third dimension, the way to get above it is to get into fourth and fifth dimension. And the way that you do that is you look at what's behind it. You elevate your spirit. So, you know, if you're, if you're having the same experience over and over and over again, whether it's, it's with family members or, or work relationships or people at the grocery store um, or people online, the, the question becomes, what is it about this that the world is trying to teach me, that my soul is trying to teach me? What is it about myself that, that the universe wants me to know? And then once you know that, then you can shift it and you can change it. And then the effect, which is what happens in 3D life, then that changes. It does change. And that's what I said every day when people will sit there and say, oh, you're such a great yada, yada, yada. Oh, you right. know so much. I'm like, I, you have no idea. I enjoy being the student. Um, I enjoy being the student and I'm like, anything that I get back, I'm like, well, if I can't explain it to myself, it's hard to give to another person. And then we I'm like, do. yeah, like that whole, that, and I think it was, a, they, they said that little montage too, where if you can't explain it to someone else, then you haven't learned it yourself. That's and right. I was like, you, yeah. you don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't if, understand if, to that level. Like if, if you understand it, you can give it to someone else. Yeah. So and we. Oh, I'm sorry. Go want ahead. to get some questions? Yeah, you know what? Let's get some questions. I was always asking that question to myself. To uh, yeah, send that over, Tony. <laughs> send that uh, so that you know I, I can feel them. I can we, feel we, them going. <laughs> wait, wait! I got. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> we do have people raising. <laughs> it was Tony's fault. Everybody, they were, they were. He it's was. Okay. He was. He was holding us back from phenomenal bliss there but that's what i did too i had learning experience while he's while he's sending that over digitally to my digital port um i was feeling that too i had to learn i they say aries quote or the where i'm at where <laughs> now my mom doesn't like when i look at him all the time and i'm not saying it's a horoscopic way but i will say that we like to <laughs> learn in order to teach others like I, I look at every single situation i ever went through and i'm like i can always tell someone exactly how that feels because i've been through it personally and I feel it's great. Like people are like, man, you've been everything. I'm like, yes, facts. Let's be <laughs> almost. I haven't been clinically dead yet, so I'm still good. And I'm like, no. That's funny. <laughs> if I was well, there, we would not be here. Okay. <laughs> we teach what we need to learn. Exactly. That's still true. <laughs> Ooh, we got some goodies here. Okay. Ooh. So we have one. Well, our first of many. <laughs> Steven from Idaho. Okay, he says, hi, Susan. Oh, he didn't even mention me. Well, we say hi Aww. to you, Steve. <laughs> hi, Steven. <laughs> no, that's good. He knows where he's at. Okay, so Steven says, how, okay, okay, how do I know when I'm awake in this life's reality? And what if I want to spend my time in the other reality? Wow, pretty deep. 
That's a good question. Um, and Stephen, I can relate to you because I have always been someone who has enjoyed a very rich um, and and vivid dream life, um, which has sometimes been way better than waking life. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate the draw for that. Um, what I will say is that we are multidimensional beings and that we exist in many different places simultaneously and that it is important for us to be balanced. And that means not existing in one place to the exclusion of others, but to take every experience from every time, space, place that we go to or we are and bring it into now, bring it into where you are at this time, who you are in, the, in, in, in right now, and incorporate all of those experiences and wisdom because when when one of you grows and learns and, and shares that with the rest of your aspects, the whole totality of you evolves. So, um, you know, is it is it great? You know, it's like kids, you know, can I spend my whole life at the toy store? No, but we can go there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. You, you know, can I spend my whole life playing? No, but you can go there. And play, does it enrich Yes, it enriches you, but so do the other aspects of your experience. So I would say you'll be able to recognize them through repetition, and by repetition, you'll know that this is a, a, a unique and individuated experience, and then bring it back into this life. Don't leave it there. Don't don't put things in a box, but start to integrate and incorporate. Wow. Oh, that was really perfectly put there, Susan. Oh, my Thank goodness. You. you know what? That's exactly why she's here. <laughs> that's why we have her here. Facts. Okay. Never fiction. Well, yes. that's a good question because that'll help a lot of other people, too. So thank you so much for asking it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Steve-O. Okay. Well, well, we'll just tell Tony. Okay. We'll let everybody else get theirs and Steven. Okay. We see your hand. Well, well okay. So I'm like, <laughs> he got a little trigger happy on that <laughs> I can I can feel them impinging on our consciousness. Go yeah. ahead, we have questions. We have questions. Yeah. Well, you know, I like this. I like this name. And Stephen, it's no offense against you. We get it. But the next name is so adorable. I don't know why, but her name is Suzette. It's so cute. Aww. It's so close to Susan, though. Suzette. <laughs> so where is Suzette? Oh, Suzette's from Washington State. Oh, go Suzette. I hope you guys are doing well over there. So she goes, hi, Susan. I love you. Okay, we love you, too. Oh, sorry, Susan. She loves you. <laughs> you can't have her. Me and Angela already claimed that. Stop. <laughs> like, we're the obsessed people. I'm just kidding. Okay, Susan, we love you, honey. Okay, so Susan, can, oh, how, what does it say? Okay. Can we control our dreams? Ah, I don't know about that. I guess, yeah, I guess it's the right okay. person here. Yeah. That's a good question, too. Um, and that, that gets into the lucid dreaming. Um, thing of, of being able to change and control dreams. Wow. I would say yes and no. There's a fallacy that we can control everything in the universe because we can't. Uh, at least that's my opinion. And I'm talking from my truth. Yeah. Um, there are some things that are in a greater plan. Uh, there's also group consciousness and group flow. So can you control the, the, the flow of a river? Uh, to uh -huh. a degree, yeah, you can, but not completely. So. When we say, can I control a dream, I, I take it more as, can I recognize that I'm in a dream? And if it's a certain type of dream, can I affect it? So uh, I'll give you an example. For, um, for many years, 
uh, after my divorce, I would dream of doing very domestic things with my family. And at one point, my ex and I would start having an argument, and I would get very heated, and the argument would go on and on and on. And, and after a while, I got to the point of dreaming this kind of dream where I would say, we're not even married. Why am I arguing with you? Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. And I would choose to stop the dream. And then as time went on and I healed that emotion within myself and that hurt and, and all of the things that went with that, I would, you know, I'd start a dream. We would be, in the, you know, at the table eating dinner and I would go, okay, we're not married and this is a dream. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> right? So to me, psychological dreams or dreams that we are initiating within ourselves to learn, to work through, to process, to purge, whatever word you want to put on it. Yeah, we can't control things. Now, the other dream that we can control is what I call night school and night work. So if, if you're in a dream experience where you're learning something, you're learning high level something or you're you're in a stage dream where you're testing those you can control because you control your actions you control you know you have a choice to either either you know go and do the job that you're being assigned at, at night shift or um, go to school in night school right mm -hmm. now the really interesting thing about dreams is that you are your authentic self you cannot fake it so you may say oh, I'm a kind and loving person. And, you know, I, I always put others first. And then you get in a dream and uh, you're you're at the airport, you're waiting to get on the plane and you push somebody out of the way to get on there because it's going to a high place. Well, that's, that's being your true self. And that's showing you that while you may think or feel or believe that you're a kind and loving person, when it comes to me or the other, get out of my way, other. So... You learn about yourself. It's not about judgment. It's about learning things about ourselves so we can look at, well, why do I feel that way? Why do I feel that if I don't get on the plane before the other person, I'm going to miss something or I'll be cheated out of something? And so this is how we learn. So those things you can't control. You can't control an honest reaction, but you can control your choices. Yeah. Um, in, in a dream state, depending upon the dream, if you have a dream where, let's say you have a dream, let's say where someone comes to you in the dream and, and says to you, you know, gives you some predictive information or gives you some information. I don't believe that you can say, I'm going to, let's roll that back and let's change what you just said to me because I didn't like that. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't believe you can do that. Yeah. Does, does that answer the question? I hope it does because it felt good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Suzette, Suzette, yeah. Okay, so she sent Tony. She sent Tony a thumbs up. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, well that's cool. Well, that was good. I'm getting and everyone out there. I don't know. I know live streaming. It'd be thousands of you, but I'm just like you know. I'm doing my intellectual stimulation here too. So I know you guys may see Lex is the host, but I am the student right now as well. Like I'm enjoying. <laughs> So I am uh, the Dreamscape featuring right, Suzanne cool. Zumel. 
Wow. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Suzette, well, we like your thumbs up. Just keep tuning because if you do have another question like Steven does, just remember there's something that could be added in there. And don't worry, Susan's not going nowhere. We're not going to let her go. We're too upset. <laughs> We're too upset. Stop. She's not. Okay. If you don't get it this time, there'll be a back relay where you could always say something. There so let's go. get our friend in here. So our next one, and I'm sorry, but I swear Tony types like he's writing in, in Chinese or something or Hindu. I, I just don't know why. Like his words look like they're the euro sign for money. I can't even get it. That's why I'm, I'm having such a, okay. It's not even me. It's not even That's me. That's funny. <laughs> so we have Carla. Oh, Carla from South Carolina. She goes, hi, family. Yes, we are. Hello, Carla. Um, if, okay, if the dreams warn us of people close to us, Oh, what does it say? Oh, should we step away from them? But how can we if they're close to us? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Scary, yeah. That's a really good question. So this is where it's going to be important for um, you, Carla, and whoever to use your own interpretation because the person in the dream that that is that is warning you or that you feel that the warning is coming from. What do you know about this person in life? How would you describe this person in life? Um, what do they represent to you? So that's the, the very basic thing. And then, you know, if you have a person in your life that you know that they're jealous of you and they're in a dream, in a warning dream, then you already know there's something there. If you have a, a person who you know to be someone who supports you and loves you and, and only wants your best and you have a warning dream, about them, um, then that has a different meaning. So I'm assuming we're going to go with the first. Oh, what yeah. that's telling you is that you need to change your actions and not the other person. We, we don't control other people. But if you have a warning about a person, right, if a person shows you in some way, shape, or form that they cannot be trusted, stop trusting them. Ah. If you know your friend is a gossip, don't tell them things. Whether they're a family member or not, you can still do it with love. You can always step out of the room emotionally or physically, and you can do it with humor. You can say, you know what, I, I would really like to, you know, to get into this with you, but you just drive me crazy every time you bring it up. Yeah. I love you dearly, but I can't talk about it, so I'm going to go. You know, my, my sister and I have a great relationship. We'll get on the phone. We'll start talks. We'll step on the other's nerve. And, and we'll just turn to each other and go, okay, all right, I'm done. I'm going to go. I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and then we laugh about it. So I, I would say adjust your own behavior. If you know someone is is not a person who's going to pay you back, don't lend them money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It, you know, your your dream is probably telling you what you already know, but you're rationalizing away. You don't want to believe because it's uncomfortable, because you have a past, because you owe that person, because they did something for you. Uh, whatever the rationale is, it's a rationale, and and your dream is telling you it's time to withdraw and pulling back into yourself doesn't mean the other person's bad. It just means you need to take care of yourself. 
Oh, wow. That was really deep, clear, and amazing. Oh, man. It's a good dream. Yeah, Carla. I mean... And, and Tony, can you ask her how many times she has she had uh, the dream? I was just curious to know because I'm like, you know, you like you said, if you keep getting the warning signs, I just want to know is it a replica of me too? I'm just saying. Well, and it could not be a dream; they could be life experiences. Oh yeah. You know, so it could be from conversations. It, it could be a feeling. Um, it could be all of those things. But I I really like these questions because they're they're good for everyone to know not just for an individual yeah isn't it like overall like it's it's getting to the point okay so she's ha- okay so she's had this dream i think she said or her sixth time okay in the last several months oh, okay all right so think of it as <laughs> recurring dreams you have a recurring dream until you get it once you get it the dream goes away so her soul is screaming at her and she's not listening Ah. Right. Think think of it if I have to say, Lex, I can't hear you. Lex, I can't hear you. Lex, mm-hmm. I can't hear you. Lex, I can't hear you. Lex, that's six times. That's a lot of repeat. Yeah. Well, Susan, what do you mean you can't hear me? Uh, what's the matter with you, huh? That's it. <laughs> exactly. So if I have to repeat myself six times, you're... you're and I don't, I don't mean this to sound harsh, but you're either unable or unwilling to hear what I have to say. Tell it, Susan. Tell it. Tell it. Right? So the soul is trying to communicate that she needs to change something that she's doing or believing about this other person. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's yes, it. it's, you know, that's it. I mean, that's what it is. Look, serving a slice of everyday life is the truth.com. You cannot, uh, like I tell people, you talk about love. Yeah, like sugar coke, candy coke. Like I said, one, even if one person, like if, if I would have been satisfied, and I'm glad, and I'm happy, and I'm very grateful that it's grown to the thousands and thousands and thousands, whatever number Tony can keep right. going out there. But if you can get the truth and say, well, someone to tell me the truth, someone had to love me because you get mad later on in life and say, well, why didn't you tell me you cheated on me? Why didn't you tell me the truth? Okay, right. mom and dad, why didn't you tell me the truth? Like my, my friends going through the fact that their child has grown up now and knows that they're adopted. Why didn't you tell me the truth? Okay. You know, it's always truth. Well, you couldn't have loved me because you lied to me. So this right here is a smack in the face to say, yeah, that's the truth for me. I'm like, man, why do I keep getting this dream? This feeling. The intuitive intuition where I'm like, I see a red flag coming and I will purposely now. And I I can't say it's because I love experiences all the way. I walk into them where I'm like, okay, let me just give enough rope so they can hang themselves. But then I'm like, that's wrong, Lex. Come on. But then I'm like, well, let me just see if it'll be another outcome. And it always turns out that my initial instinct was the truth. Definitely. it's not an unusual circumstance. I mean, we've, we've all had the experience of wishing and hoping that someone that we love is going to be different than who they are. Yeah. And, and the beauty of the universe is that it will never allow us to labor under a false belief. The truth keeps getting put in front of us. That's so beautiful. Oh, I like that again. Wait, the beauty of the universe will not let us, what did you say, Susan? Like, let us labor over a false belief. That's it. Oh, God. Wait, that's a quote. You know, wait, we got to quote that on RDDC. I'm about to put that on the top <laughs> of the blog spot. I'm putting that quote up there. Sorry, by Susan Zumo. Yes. It's a kindness. Mm. I mean, when you think about it, it's a kindness. 
The beauty of the universe. Oh, you know what? That was, you didn't even know how wonderful you are, Susan. Dude, that's, that's what it, it, you know, it's like Grey Poupon commercial when they pull up in the level like, would you like some Grey Poupon? (laughs) Like, they just make you feel just swagged out, special, over the top. Like, let me get some of that so I can put the mustard and cut the ketchup out. Yes. I love that. Man, that just changed my life in a whole different way. See, you always learn something when you're opening yourself to learn. So that's it. Carla, um, I hope that you understand. Like Susan said, I don't care how close you are. I don't care if you were the, the, the source of my water. I will find another well. That's how it is. Like, or just say, Hey, send me a cup via a distance. And you have to do that. Cause eventually what do you, okay. So I want to ask this question based off of that. What happens if she keeps ignoring this? Because I know that's going to be a bad question she has. So what happens if she keeps quote, quote, I'm going to say this out. Sorry about it, Carla. You keep purpose, purposely un- uh, avoiding or trying to not see the signs coming. Cause something crazy happened because of it. Well, uh, eventually things will escalate. And yeah. the thing that the, the thing that she is, or, and I don't mean this personally to Carla, but the thing that we are afraid of happening, reason that we keep rationalizing is because we're afraid something will happen if we don't. And eventually, the very thing that we're afraid of will happen. So if if this is a, a close relative of mine that I love, and I I keep if I don't keep putting up with this. Then you know, then I can't go to family things, or they won't love me, or I, I won't have my my fill in the blank anymore. My lover, my friend, my husband, my sister, whatever. They, I won't have them anymore. Eventually, something will happen where they will turn around and go, you know what? I'm done with you. Yeah. And and so that very loss that you were so working so hard to avoid will happen anyway. Or some event will happen where they'll they'll say something, you know, maybe they'll say something to someone else and that person will come back and say, Hey, I heard this about you. Yeah. And and there's that betrayal. So what what I've always found is the thing that we are trying the hardest to avoid is the thing that we're gonna create. That is so true. You know, you, you get a little bit of leeway. Not so much anymore. You know, we're really in that instant karma kind of place right now. So if you're thinking that I'll let it go this time, and, you know, and it'll be okay until next time, next time could be in the next hour instead of in the next year. Yeah. You know, and, and I would just say, you know, to touch on what you said was they're not your only source. Yeah. So you, you tell God, you know, I'm going to let go of, of this source for my blank and I know that you will fill it with something that's even better. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just like I wanted to have a cross bike motorbike. Um just and I'm just saying that <laughs> I was completely there, but that's how I felt too. And you know, like I just saw someone go down the window panes of the studio office with his motorbike. I don't know if everybody can hear it, but I love the sound of that going and I'm like, you know, that's like the sound of my dreams trying to tell me, hey, get on your motorbike and make it happen. Like that's that's what it was saying. Make it happen or shut the door and Carla I had to ask that question on behalf because I know already okay thanks for the thumbs up but at the same time I just was thinking about that because if you choose to ignore something and hopefully it's not and I know a lot of people are going through domestic and a lot extra abuse uh, going on being able to be in the house and if it's something where you know like my mom says you either choose to see the forest from the trees or you're going to get lost in the forest so I'm like you know that's I was like okay because sometimes I used to choose to be blind and dumb because I'm like this is not no but then after a while I look back and I'm like, I love the experience, but I wanted to like just, just 
thump myself a couple times because I'm like, you knew what it was like, so you still let it happen. But I'm like, okay, suck it up, keep moving. Yeah, it gave me an experience, but it still it still was something that kind of gave me chills and nightmares back and forth and stuff. But that was called yeah. ignoring what I did. And I wasn't awake. I mean, even though I grew up five days a week in church school, going out to church every weekend, it's just the whole point. I didn't look at it from a quote that perspective, but I always saw myself separated from the creator. I always saw uh, a very a person that was never going to be right in the sight of the creator. So once sure. I got a chance to merge over, I, I, it did give me good lining and alignment to understand where to search and how. But once I got a chance to just separate the entity between us and just make it about the creator and myself as one. And then I understood how to do it. Well, that's what happened. you have a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, how could I be separated from something that made me the substance? When we look at our parents, we look at our siblings, we know that a piece of our DNA is them and we're all the DNA of what created us. So I'm like, there's no separation between that. It's only how high are we willing to go? That's yeah. it. You got it. Get it, baby. You got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What is this? Oh, okay. Oh, well, this is kind of a... Uh, well, Susan and I were just speaking about this, so we can just tell you real quick. I guess I'll let... Since it's... Well, hi, Susan. This is from Todd in Miami. Ooh, go Miami. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, are, are you all going to have a live session or event coming in J- June? Oh, coming down the line. Okay, so... <laughs> Sorry. Okay, not June. <laughs> I'm like, no, that passed already. Oh, maybe you mean, oh, 2021? Um, maybe. Yeah. We, I mean, definitely. Susan and I spoke about it, but you know, getting that, all we have to do is show up. So all we got to do, I mean, so I looked at it that way too. If you guys want to go in and put in, we're going to have all that stuff set up to a time uh, when it does happen, whether social distancing or not. Um, you guys can pre get your tickets or get, you know, the event information and get your spots in. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where you have to be already logged in. It can't be any, I'm making a reservation. No, you're going right. to have to step all the way into that reservation. And whether you decide to show up or not, unless it's completely out of your control, then that's something that we'll talk about if that ever happens. But it's going to be one of those things. It. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, well, thanks, Todd. I mean, if you're going to come from Miami, I mean, who knows? Let's be real. You want to bring some, <laughs> some pina coladas up here or some nice lime juice? We're not opposed to me. <laughs> oh, he's so, he said he's so inspired that he would love to be at a live session. I don't know if it's a session, though. Would it be a session, Susan, or what? Is it a session? It depends. Um, it could be a workshop. It could be a lecture and breakout with questions. It could be whatever we say it is. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so t- okay. La- oh, last comment. Oh, yeah, just we get it. So <laughs> Anthony said, "LOL." He said he would pay ten thousand just to be there for an hour. That's so sweet. Oh, oh. that's very kind. Oh, five thousand a piece. That's so wonderful. That's very sweet. <laughs> Hey, look, I mean, you make it 15000 we'll bring you some. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just Let kidding. me spell my last name for you. <laughs> Z-U-M-M-O. That's a double M. Yes. Uh, that's very kind. Thank you. Well, how about this? I'm going to say this out here. You know, I'm going to, my mom always says, if you want something, you have to claim it. And that's what she did on everything she wanted. She claimed it in the name of the creator and all things that work. And it always came to fruition. It has not skipped a beat in her 74 years years and I'm going to take that. So what I'm saying for that is if you want to do that, how about this, Todd? I'm going to say personally, if you're willing to put, you're saying 10 racks, if you want to put, even if you want to put that up there, you want to bring an extra person or whatever.
whatever else it is. We'll have a little extra something going on with you. And then possibly if there's a second, which we're probably looking at about at least a good three events um, coming up, then you can just have that one yourself free and then maybe pay half off for the person that wants to come with you on the next and second event. So that's really generous of you. And that's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. I f- oh, girl. You know what? So we haven't got that offer until Susan Zumo came on here. Yes. I mean, we, <laughs> we have people say they'll pay the 2000 3000 1500 That's cool. And we appreciate it. I, I'm not really a money person, you know, so I don't look at it like that. I'm kind of like, oh, cool. Money. Sure. Let me go get something to eat or let me go make sure I can stock up for the family. But like for us, we're such empath where we just kind of like, oh, okay, that's nice. That's cool. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And it, now the, it's the feeling that, uh, that we are being valued behind it. Yeah, yes. That's what's beautiful. Yeah, like that, you know, just like that little crotch rocket in the back. I can't wait to get that. I mean, I know already. <laughs> I'm never, I'll never drive it. I'll never drive it, but that's okay. Yeah. So Todd, we thank you from Miami. And if you want to do that, whatever else it is, uh, just remember. So the next one or whatever works, we can kind of get in there, maybe have an extra one off or whatever, but you got the second, uh, via live or session or event, you can have yourself completely go there for at least a good 70% off. I know for sure. Tony's nodding his head and then we can go <laughs> and you can have someone else come for that too. I mean, we'll make it, we'll make it work. It's cool. Yeah, it's fun. So that was a cool question. That was kind of like a nice little serenade. Okay. All right. Well, Todd, we love. We won't forget you, Miami. Okay. (laughs) You want to sip a mojito with me, Susan? Let's just talk about it. Okay, this one is from, oh my gosh, I am just so bad. Okay, Anthony, can you please just learn how to type? Oh, Naima, Nairima. Okay, so one of those from Rhode Island, Nairima. Uh, If I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry, honey, but it's a beautiful name nonetheless. So she goes, how can I make my dreams manifest my future and future husband? Huh, future what? Future, oh, future dollar sign. Future money and future husband. So she wants to, well, I guess... Yeah, manifest or okay. yeah. So that's a good question. Um, I don't believe that your dreams will make things manifest for you, but I do believe that you can use your dreams to help you manifest and create the life you want. And the way that you do that is to talk to your dream self before you go to sleep. And so you ask, what do I need to know to bring more money into my life? What do I need to um, change? or heal within me to bring in a great relationship. Um, What is the next step for me in my life in order to reach the dreams that I'm setting up or the goals that I'm setting up? I want to have a dream that's going to show me who will support me, who will help me, what I need to learn and do. I use the dream state as kind of like a committee, (laughs) you know, um, yeah. How is it, it? How can it work for me? Rather than I'm going to go into a dream and manifest something into reality, we manifest things in reality from who we are. So if you want something that you don't have, you want to change what you're vibrating and what you're what you are, right? Yeah. Um, or what's blocking you from what you are, or how to enhance something within you that is what you are, and your dreams can help you do that. So yeah. that's how I would approach it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I used to listen to, uh, well, I wouldn't say it was more of a manifestual kind of listening, but I would 
put my mind, oh, you know what? Definitely the feeling worked for me a lot. Um, and then I know they said there was that book, uh, thinking, you know, thinking grow rich, but they said another one came out thinking feel rich or thinking feel <laughs> something. But I started feeling that. I was like, I think the problem with I see, and I know that Naima or Naima was saying, for her own thing. I don't know if it's that Naima. I want to say it right, Naima. But at the same time, um, I I felt as though the reason why all of my manifestations didn't really come into full well, fruition right now. Not, not not saying that it's out. But I we seem to have this moment where we get into this point to where we say, okay, we're going to get in the vibration. We're going to get in the feeling. Not a forced state, but you know, one that goes with the path. And then that little human part of us, that little doubtful part of just living in the world of more negative seems to thrive than positive, at least when it comes to conversational vibration. I'm sitting there for four or five minutes in that vibrational state. And that little voice will come and just tick me on the shoulder and be like, look, what are you doing, Lex? Come on. You're really going to manifest something this big? Come on. You've never dealt. And that fear, false evidence appearing real starts making my heart beat up my chest. And then this gloominess, you saw, I was going to say at a time, at least a year or so ago, I felt that feeling where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, stop. Like, you're just making a fool of yourself. And that's what I felt. And I'm like, well, no, no, no. And then by the time I got back into it and and coax myself, I was already over. So I'm like, well, people say, well, I've tried that. Have we really tried it? Have we really gone the distance? Even for a full seven to 10 minutes, have we really just let it be? And kind of yeah. nurtured that. So maybe you, I mean, from my perspective, I know, you know, Susan definitely gave you a, a tremendous, awesome answer. But I mean, from what I'm going to start doing too, is being able to not have a cutoff point to where we're doing that. Uh, I think it was the rice experiment. So if you guys want to go on YouTube and check that out afterwards for the live, we will have a download as we have before. I know everybody gets their little crumpities on demand whatever it's like so many platforms so many platforms going on out here people like their own little cup of tea and that's fine but the rice experiment was still supposed to be out there where you have three clear mason jars and you know cleaned out put a little put enough water to fill up just a little bit on the bottom for a couple inches but first put white rice in each of the jars and basically fill the water up and seal them and put a label on each one you want a uh, negative word, a positive word, and nothing at all. Just a blank label. So it has been millions of people who have tried it, and it definitely is true. And people thought it was the rice. No, it's the water, because when we're born, we're 90% water, 70% is adults. And when it comes down to whatever vibration and what we're speaking, uh, definitely has that. And I think it was Isoda, I can't say Isoda Imoto, or Isoda Imoto had um, the hidden messages of water. That really did something after the fact. But during that, I think that was his experiment, actually, uh, where... He spoke negative words uh, to one jar. Uh, the next jar, he had said uh, positive words and just, you're beautiful. I love you. You're amazing. And the next jar, he just left alone. And over 30 or 60 days, I believe, the one that he spoke, you know, don't get me wrong. We, we love, you know, beautiful things that are in that color. But in this form, it was very corroded, different grays and uh, different black sludge, different things itself. I don't want to put black as a representation yeah. of something negative because it's not. But in that that case, it was 
you know, the rice turning. Decayed. Yeah, decayed. And then as far as the the one that he spoke positive to, it looked like the rice was just f- like fluffy with still water. And it looked like he just he just put the jar together. The one that he didn't say anything to was green and just had, uh, what do you call that? That moss. It looked like moss, but it was like... Oh, mold. Yeah, mold. mold. I can't yeah. even get it. Like, it looked like mold. So, and, and he said, for what I get from this is you speak the negative words. And one of them, he just put words on there and taped him. He didn't say a single word, but the vibration of the water still picked up what those negative words were on the jar. That was some freaky cool stuff right there. And the other one he spoke positive, he just put positive words on the jar. So he said even the one that he neglected some people say, I look in the mirror. I say good things. I say great things. Yeah, but at the same time, what does the inner say? I mean, if you think right. about it, the one that was left alone still had mold. It still de- de- deformed. The other one decayed. And the other one stayed almost as if it was still the same, the brand new way he did it. It actually looked whiter rice. I mean, it looked more clear water because he was saying or, or putting those labels on. So even if you say, oh, I don't say negative things to myself or I don't look at myself in that aspect. Well, obviously, there's still something where you've abandoned that ship. So somehow, yeah, yeah, that ship's abandoned. It's still going to grow mold. It might not be as worse as the one with the negative words on it, but it's dang well kind of close. I'm just saying. (laughs) 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 Just saying, you know, if you're not taking care of your lawn, don't expect someone else to come over and mow it. That's all I got to say. There you go. Susan and I are definitely, you know, when we were born, it was like we're twins in the womb. So that's why you guys are like, why are we zen? Like, we're just twins that's what it is we're twins stop stop (laughs) (laughs) i like that name though naima or nairima that's really cute from rhode island yeah yeah so we have oh peter piper picked a peckle picker i had to do that so the next question is from peter oh peter pan was my favorite movie growing up so peter i think my dreams tell me insights into past murders of people who've died. Should I become or should I tell forensics? Oh my gosh. I never thought we'd get a question like that. Wow. That's very interesting. So it sounds like the intuition is functioning through the dream state, right? Or being funneled through the dream state. I would say investigate. Yeah. Um, wow. Investigate. Write down the dreams. Um, see what you can verify. Go do your research. You know, the internet's a great thing now. You can find all kinds of things. I would definitely investigate. And if you feel like it is a path that you want to go to or calling for you, um, so there are all kinds of different kinds of intuitives, right? There are intuitives who, um, you know, who do predictive work. They're mediums. There's also um, forensic intuitives. And some people are very good at it and some people um, enjoy the satisfaction of helping find people and helping families find closure. It's not something that ever appealed to me. Um, I've had a couple of experiences with it, and it's just not my purpose. It's not a place I want to go, but that's just because I believe that there are people who are of stronger constitution and a different path than me. Um, and I give them a lot of credit for the ones who do it. So I would say, you know, go with what feels best for you and what is right for you to do. But I would definitely do the research for yourself before you, you reach out and, con- you know, contact anybody else. And just to let you, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Peter, that was, I mean, pretty deep. But at the same time, 
Okay, so oh, okay, so Tony sent over the rest. It says that Peter had vivid dreams of people he's never met and the ways that they died, and he searched two of them already, and it basically is the missing person report. So he claims, I guess, and I'm just saying this claim. Okay, yep. don't take it offense, Peter. Uh, that he knows where they are or buried or something. So I was like, wow, that's, yeah. I mean, that's it, pretty that's, deep. Wow. It is pretty deep. And if it's something that he wants to pursue, I would say definitely, yeah. um, you know, reach out to investigators or, or, you know, um, I would say reach out to investigators before a family member, if you don't know them personally Oh yeah. and see, you know, I mean, they're, they're obviously, uh, and I've worked with people, um, uh, you know, who are in, uh, law enforcement, uh, mostly on a personal level, because I do intuitive counseling, and they're people just like the rest of us. But, you know, uh, I would say definitely, uh, absolutely. If you've done the research and you feel that it is something that, that you want to do and it's part of your service and you can contribute in that way, then I would say do it. You know, you can be as um, recognized or incognito as you want. Yeah. I, I do know that. You know, most of the people who say, you know, I helped solve the blah, blah, blah case, it's because they're self-promoting, not because anybody ran out and announced it. So yeah. if you want to keep your privacy, you absolutely can. Yeah, touche. Well, you know, I mean, I, I love, I don't know, I got a little bit of an extra high getting these questions. Like, they're, they're so, like, they're not off the map, but they're so, like... I don't know. Good. I can't even. Yeah, they're, they're good they're and good. they just feel they're like they're kind of. Yeah. It, it, and you know what? You're expanding and expanding. This is going to be called. Okay. So they're asking what the, I said the dreamscape. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the mastery of the mastery of love part two. We're still getting to that. Don't worry. Uh, we but will. at the same time, we have the dreamscape part one. There we go. Look, look, stop, stop. <laughs> it's always a part because I know. <laughs> always a part. We yeah. will circle back around. I promise. Yeah. So all the, I mean, I know we still have numerous questions and people have questions, but you guys can still save some of those questions for those who weren't answered. I know what three, four, five, six hundred questions, whatever you want to say. So I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a bald-faced um, promotion of my book. Uh-oh. Um, We're going to get some goodies say, here. I'm going to say, um, if you want to know about your dreams and your symbols, go to Amazon.com. Just Google my name or search for my name on Amazon. The book will come up. And it's $11.99 for paperback. Oh, good um, price. It's $4.99 if you want an ebook. If you are in, if you're like a Kindle Unlimited person, you get you get the ebook for free when you buy the paperback. Well, too um, And so, um, <laughs> I will be getting yours out to you, Lex. But um, I would tell everyone to get it. I, you know, just get it. Even if you you still have questions and you still want dreams interpreted, it's a great place to start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, don't forget, it's SusanZumo.com. Come get some. Yeah. That's it. Well, you know, I would be getting my book if I didn't have little people named Angela who like to take, <laughs> who like to go. It makes me wonder, like, how many, how much other stuff is missing, you know? I, <laughs> I love her, and that's one person I would trust with the bit of my life. But, I mean, come on. she. So, if everyone that's doesn't funny. know, I want to put Angela on the spot here since we're, you know, coming to that point. Angela. Uh, is so diabolically happily infatuated with our wonderful and I don't blame her for Su- <laughs> Susan that she decided to you know borrow 
I'll put say lightly, borrow Susan's wonderful book that she graced us with. And hopefully, I, I'm, I'm going to snatch that back from her. I'll let her get over her little episode first. But, you know, she <laughs> she's just in there. And, and at the same time, you guys should check out the book and different things going on. 1199 is a steal, considering I, with the programs that I've run for books, just sending them to different facilities, sometimes it's 1980. $19 for a book and you don't even know what's going on in that thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So eleven ninety nine is a steal. It to be accessible. It's a, it's a workbook as well. And um, and I will say this about about Angela um, and Tony, that the, the people who do the work, the, the people who do the, the nuts and bolts, not just us talking, because it's easy for us to sit and talk, but the people who do those things, they're what make the show happen and they're what make it, it uh, it, us able to get out there and give this information to people. And when you work with people who are kind, um, who respond to emails, who work with your schedule, who are, are just absolutely phenomenal, and, and they try to make us look as best as we can and create the highest quality that they can, we have to appreciate them. Oh, yeah. So, I, so Angela, you keep that book. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angela is priceless. Now, that's one person. That's one person that is just completely, just awesomely amazing. I'm just, I mean, you know, she is. And Tony, I, I don't know if I couldn't live without Tony, the world would just be muckery. It would Absolutely. just be so sludgy Absolutely. right now. And I'm like, I'm happy because they, my first for like the first year and a half. And I don't know if a lot of people know or not, but they came aboard, I mean, pro bono. It was just completely like, I'm like, well, I'm trying to get things together. I don't know if this is actually going to come together. I have like seven other projects. They're like, well, let's do it. Let's just, let's see what, we'll see what happens. But after that, it was Tony and Aunt Angela, and then we got Shyla, and then we got Ralph, then we have uh, Hassan. I mean, we have different ones that came aboard, and I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like, what's, when people are sitting there rocking the t-shirts and wanting to send this stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Right? You know, I Those mean. Those are the people that you want in your life supporting your dreams. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's you how I figured that from the others. Yeah. And I told them, I'm like, it's not about just one visionary because the things I tell them all the time, write down what you want to have happen or the visions you see. So once you are to a point to where you can kind of glide a little bit on the water, uh, we can start working as a whole to make whatever you have for your vision completely come together. Because I, I don't, yeah, I don't mind anyone coming together for the vision, even if it was, uh, sent, you know, their idea as well. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want it to be just, you know, one focal point. And I always let everybody, okay, well, Angela says she wants to open up a food truck. I'm like, okay, she loves making her gourmet meals and stuff like that. I said, okay, well, let's try something. Even if it's decided to stand on the road, get some permits, whatever, let's try it. Let's see. It's social distancing now. So it's even actually more better because people show up, eat in their cars or walk up and just kind of have their own space. So it's actually kind of perfect. And then Tony was like, you know, I really want to start doing it. He's actually more for the events. He's more for having people have that movement of understanding and smiling and looking at people's faces and being able to help them get their stuff together or whatever way he can guide them to it. So whatever that is, I told him, like, that's the movement of life, being able to move like the ocean and different people's currents and different people's streams. And that's what it is, people. So if you haven't checked that out and you still need to remember, you can always inquire about that from your live and on demand. So like I said before, if you're driving in the car or whatever you're doing right now, if you're sitting there chopping lettuce, just wait. <laughs> 
<laughs> wait, <laughs> email us, wait, or get the download when it comes. I know a lot of people ask questions, but we do have the, the airing schedule that comes out for the downloads as well. But we'll definitely get those out. We're just trying to be fair and we're trying to be great towards everybody that came and, and got a chance to have that. So to yeah. all the names on there, I know already I'm going to say something wrong with Todd, Carla, Nairima, what is it, Steven? <laughs> I can't even go. Peter, uh, Carla. Okay, well, I know you guys were just a handful, but at the same time, you can check that out. And if you're going to be on live for whenever we touch base on the next one, just remember you still can get some insighting on there. So go to www.susanzumo.com. And I want to say, and we all need to say, thank you for being wonderfully my sister. Thank you for being wonderfully here and as a whole. And I'm so happy the creator decided to make an extra pinch of happiness when he made you hallelujah oh, i'm just saying well, i love you all too and i i'm so glad that our our paths crossed i i do truly love you all thank you and you know what i, I just want to say this before we go at the end of the day yeah if, if tony and angela never really came uh, aboard this wouldn't be here right now for us to cross paths that's pretty cool yeah, because I, yeah, I would have been like, you know what? No, I, I, yeah, I'm an Aries. I got 99 problems, but one is one. I'm like, yeah, no. So yeah, well, we're thankful for it. And remember, That's you right. guys can go to real double dose channel and you can still uh, check out Susan's page. And if not, like I said before, you can always do that. Remember, Angela is dealing a little bit more with some COVID 19 things, but she's keeping up with the Kardashians in her own way and the RDDC Kardashians, but she definitely is so happy. And and she sent over a message to Tony saying, Susan, thank you for helping me change my life. I love you. She loves you too. Angela. I love her too. And, and if we just do a, a quick a quick second of sending her good wishes um, and lots of healing, I know it'll really help. Yeah, yeah. We should do that. Just, just a thought. Just, just a thought. That's all. Okay. Yep. Yes. Download. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's okay. We'll have we'll have that live moment. We'll we'll get her there. I keep telling. She goes. Well, what if something happens? And I said, No, it's not going to happen. You're going to be there for that live event moment. Don't worry. You're, you're going to. She do will it. be. Yeah. So we love you, Susan. Again, uh, anyone who wants to go, remember the Real Double Dose channel at yandex.com. Find those links at the. Well, I believe it's the iTunes as well, but you can go to SoundCloud.com if you want to check that out, and as well as the Blogspot itself at Real channel.blogspot.com just remember to be the change feel the passion and really embrace the power of that wonderful spirit because it's always within and calling us and ready to do what we need to will it to do we love you and you're amazing every single one of you and thousands of people in your heads and countries and all that and we will be back with you very 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 soon